On this Saturday morning, Veterans Day, time once again for a bit of a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Denny. And today I'm going to start out not talking about wine for a minute, but talking about Veterans Day and Haskell's relationship. You know, not talking about wine for a minute, but talking about Veterans Day and Haskell's relationship. You know, Haskell's since 1934 has been a destination for wine. And there's an interesting story. In 1945, Lieutenant Armand Crump, who was stationed at Biggs Army Airfield in El Paso, Texas, was assigned to get ready a fleet of 16 B-29s to head to the Pacific to help finish up the war. And they found out that alcohol was in very short supply, and there was a big shortage of it. So they decided they'd do the boys a favor and become the war's biggest liquor rum. They managed to collect $5,000. It doesn't sound like a lot of money today, but you could have bought two new homes for $5,000 in 1945. It was a ton of money. And no matter where they looked around the whole United States, they couldn't find anybody that had that much liquor. They called all over the whole nation. They finally reached a distributor in Florida who told them there's only one guy that can get you what you need, and his name is Benny Askell. He's an old bootlegger who runs a liquor operation in the Twin Cities. Well, one call to Benny Haskell, and it was clear that he had exactly what they needed. So the bombers were off to Minneapolis, two pilots, Armand Crump, and a bag of money, and a B-17. They landed on a dirt strip at Honeywell Airport, and Benny had arranged friends of his to have cars there, so they had lights for the landing. Uh, and then Benny quizzed Crump, are you a good fighting man, etc.? Armand passed all the tests and being a loyal, good American. They went and got trucks, trucks, mind you, fully loaded with $5,000 worth of liquor at Benny's cost. He wouldn't make a profit on the soldiers. So with weighted down with the bottles, they flew back to Texas. But on the way, they were so heavy, they skimmed the cornfield pulling up out of uh, old Honeywell Field. And the news broke when, by the time they got home a couple days, Japan had surrendered. But, of course, meanwhile, the very clever soldiers had hidden all of the whiskey in the frame of the planes that were going to Japan. No one's ever found out what happened to the whiskey, but I think it's a wonderful story about veterans. (laughs) and Haskell's Association with Veterans Day. This article, incidentally, appeared in a national publication about six or seven years ago. And when I was looking at my calendar from six or seven years ago, I was mindful that it appeared, and then I was reminded by my son, Bo, to share the story. He thought it was interesting that most people would find that uh, the Army picking up that much liquor to go to Japan, because they heard there wasn't much (laughs) in Japan, uh, would make an interesting Veterans Day story. But Sounded like a, a movie. <laughs> they, would, they could make a great movie out of that, couldn't they, Denny? They could. So, but what I'm really going to talk about today is something that's happening this week, and that's Nouveau Beaujolais. On the third Thursday in November, uh, Beaujolais Nouveau is released worldwide. Beaujolais Nouveau comes from an area in France, Beaujolais. It's in the southern part of uh, the Central Valley of France, 
and it uh, is below Burgundy. And for years they would rush because it was it ripens quicker. They would rush the wine to get it to the king in Paris. Well, that fell into disrepute after the revolution and all that. And uh, Vinani or wine of the year was always popular, but very local. They only had it locally. Well, after World War II, again, they decided they would set a release date in Paris and in London. And they picked the third Thursday of November to do that. And then in 1970, 19 years later, the U.S. jumped in. Uh, actually, it was 1971, and shipped some to New York. In 1972, the second shipment in the entire world outside of Beaujolais went to Haskell's in Minneapolis. And I'll never forget sweating. I had to buy an igloo, which was about 40-some cases of wine, fly it over here, and release it in Minneapolis with the people like it. Well, they not only liked it, they loved it. And Nouveau became a real thing. Uh, always am mindful when you say it about, around the world. Charlie Boone used to tell a story about being in Singapore and seeing the yellow Nouveau Beaujolais has arrived signs on restaurants in Singapore. And uh, that was a long time ago then. Now, uh, Nouveau, they say, doesn't last very long. Well, it'll last a couple of years. And incidentally, any extra makes fabulous sangria. It's very fruity, and therefore, uh, it, it's not a sipping wine. It's a quaffing wine. It, it's to be meant to be slurped and enjoyed rather than analyzed and critiqued. And uh, the problem with it is it became so popular, I think at the peak about 10 to 14 years ago, we were selling thousands of cases of it. Now we only sell hundreds, but it's still popular. And it's been delivered here in Minneapolis in all sorts of different transportation. The Marines brought it in once, again, connection with... Uh, and we did that as a benefit for Toys for Tots many years ago when it was still kind of a flashy new thing. It's been delivered in hot air balloons on bicycles, cars, Peugeots from France, etc. It's a fun rate. Wine. It's made 100% of the Gamay grape. And today, even with diminished demand worldwide, still about 25% of all the Beaujolais made is Nouveau Beaujolais. There's little tannin. It's very fruit forward, and uh, it's a delicious thing. There's a, a saying in France: if you drink Nouveau in the year it's made, you'll have good luck all the following year. Well, I don't think that's a bad idea to drink a little of it. Uh, it's a terrific wine that almost everybody likes. The problem is you don't want it to hang around and have too much of it because it's. Uh, it's a very light, inconsequential wine, and as I said, isn't meant to be sipped and analyzed. It's meant to be quaffed and enjoyed, like the season. Incidentally, it's not a bad wine to have with your Thanksgiving dinner, but that's a whole other show we'll talk about another time. The father of Nouveau Beaujolais worldwide was is a fellow by the name of George de Bouff, a good friend of mine from Beaujolais, who's without question the largest producer of Beaujolais in the entire world. He accounts for about 
10 or 12% of all the Beaujolais shipped around the world is de Bouffe Beaujolais. And he was a marketing genius because he turned wine into a cash crop. Ordinarily with wine, you harvest them and you don't really get any money out of them for a year or two because you have to finish making them, etc. With Nouveau Beaujolais, it's almost squeeze the wine, let it ferment, turn into wine, and bottle it and get it out. The, the thing to do is keep it from re-fermenting because it's so fruity and light. Uh, so wine became in Beaujolais anyway, a cash crop, and people jumped into it. And unfortunately, uh, shattered the real reputation of good Beaujolais. We have some Beaujolais right now that where they're named after the village, like Morgan or Fleury, etc. Just wonderful wines to have all the time. And today, Nouveau is made everywhere. In California, in Chile, in Italy, they call it Novello. Uh, it, it's just very, very popular. In fact, with the popularity of rosé, about three years ago, they introduced a Nouveau Beaujolais rosé, which is a very pleasant uh, wine, too. Uh, there are about 2,000 producers in all of Beaujolais, and they make really great wine. And as I said, Nouveau is not a wine for snobs with the cherry and fruit nose and kind of a sweet uh, aftertaste, not, uh, not sugary sweet, just a sweet finish. And a really nice wine. Uh, you'll enjoy having some Nouveau Beaujolais, I'm sure. Uh, but remember, it's just for fun. And instead of buying cases of it, maybe just buy a bottle or two and ensure you get good luck all the following year. And as I say, any that uh, you can save that you don't drink, um, you have till the end of the year to drink it to get good luck. So you get several months ahead to do that. And like I say, Nouveau really does have a place in the wine world. There's no question about that, in my opinion. Uh, it's just not a, too seriously a, a wine. And fortunately, real Beaujolais, uh, that it, not that Nouveau isn't real Beaujolais, it is, of course, but uh, the more serious Beaujolais are making a, a comeback uh, because they make such good wine that's practical for so many things, and it's not very expensive. Even the Nouveau with uh, flying it in, etc., is not very expensive. It's under $12. And so I suggest you try some Nouveau Beaujolais. It's a wonderful wine uh, to celebrate the season. Uh, and as I said, you don't have to get a real uh, expensive bottle of wine. It's one for quaffing, for enjoying, for just having a good time. And Nouveau certainly does that. And through the years since 1972, when we at Haskell's first brought in Nouveau Beaujolais, I can attest for the fun of uh, parties, etc., that were Nouveau Beaujolais parties. What a wonderful party. You get a few bottles of Nouveau Beaujolais, put out some cheese and crackers, and invite your friends in to celebrate the season and to celebrate just being alive. It's a wonderful, wonderful wine for that. And uh, so maybe you want to try it. If you've never tried Nouveau Beaujolais, it'll be kind of fun. Uh, if you have tried it, try it again. It's a good wine worth revisiting. Incidentally, we have at Haskell, speaking of the season, some Advent calendars. These are boxes of wine with 24 openings in them where you take a bottle of wine out every day like a kid's Advent calendar where they get a little trinket out every day. 
these advent calendars of wine are about $75, and they're just a lot of fun to pop one out. And we have some uh, at all the Haskell stores. Another thing you might want to think about getting early this year is uh, uh, Louisa. Louisa is a liqueur uh, that's uh, caramel, coffee, and pecan-flavored, and uh, cocoa also. It, it really, in my opinion, is a holiday dessert in a bottle, uh, but there's always a shortage of it. Uh, we have plenty right now, but by the time the holidays roll around, well, there's no question we'll probably be out of it. So anybody who's interested in that, Louisa, now would be the time to get it. And like I say, have the fun of the anticipating the holidays with an Advent wine calendar. They're available, too. Well, there you have Two interesting stories, I hope, particularly on Veterans Day. We salute all our veterans today. Uh, we're just so fortunate for the people that have done so much for our country. They're given a special day. And I hope you, everybody enjoyed hearing about the whiskey. No one, of course, knows whatever happened to it all. It was stuffed into the sides of plane. It was, we do know that it got as far as Kearney, Nebraska, but it never flew to the Pacific, never fought the Japanese. and They trained three full years for doing it, and finally the war was over, thank God. And that just made a very interesting story in that uh, the pilot, uh, Armand Crump, uh, the story I think appeared in the El Paso newspaper a few years ago and then made one of the national publications. But old Benny Haskell to the rescue, the old bootlegger <laughs> saved the day for all those wonderful young soldiers. I love that story. Uh, and by the way, if you have any questions, uh, anyone at any of the Haskell's locations would be glad to help you out. Indeed they are. They love to talk about wine. They love to pair wine. And as I said, they're pretty good at whiskey and liqueurs as well. Get some of that Louisa liqueur. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, right off at 35 and Faribault, you'll find a Haskell's. Our Maple Grove store is 22,000 square feet of wines from around the world in downtown Minneapolis. We have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's in Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, uh, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, Haskell's does deliver. Excellent. Jack, thanks so much. Let's uh, do this again next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. That's Jack Farrell from Haskell's.